Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi guys, you're so welcome to this channel, NarcCon, where we look into all things in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder in order to educate ourselves, to understand what happened when we were narcissistically abused and to move forward quicker with a better knowledge of ourselves and knowledge that will assist us in avoiding this personality type going forward. So I hope you get something out of this video. If you do, please consider the old thumbs up and sharing and subscribing or whatever you can do to support our community. So guys, today I'd like to do a part two on the intimate relationship with the narcissist in relation to how do they maintain long-term relationships given that they go through cycles, that they always discard people and that they, they are very unstable in general. So in my experience and from what I've studied, there are three types of dynamics which enable narcissists to stay or they choose to stay in these long-term intimate relationships. And I guess just as an estimate, anything over maybe five years, call it what you will, you know, in your own in your own estimation. So the types of relationships that they stay in, and I can I just say as well, you know, sometimes when we are discarded or going through the pain of the breakup with a narcissist, we actually want the narcissist to come back if we're at a certain stage and we feel less than because maybe someone else had a longer term relationship with them. But in actual fact, having a long term relationship with a narcissist is hell, as you'll discover as we go into the video further. And also to be a good supply for somebody else is the last thing you want to be in this life. And believe me, having lost a really dear friend recently and a person of great integrity, passion, mystery, mysticalness about them, um, always caring about people and things. I'll tell you, wasting time with these wasters is something you really need to think hard about. Life is short and it's too short to waste time with these monsters when there are so many good people out there that you can have the best fun with and the best joy with and really live your life with. So that's enough um, of that and my tribute to my friend um, and let's get into the video. So the first category of dynamic rather that you'll find a narcissist staying in a, an intimate long term relationship would be when they actually meet another narcissist. And this is a strange one because you say, well, how can they put up with each other, Paula? You know, surely, surely that would implode. Well, implode it does, and it's very 
it's a very awful relationship. It's filled with drama, as you can imagine. <laughs> as you can imagine. I mean, if there's a normal person with a narcissist, drama features better than Netflix on a good day. Um, but with the two narcissists together, you often find huge amount of drama, um, book-worthy drama, and a lot of probably interaction with the police as well, with the with the law, with law enforcement, and a lot of arguing and a lot of toing and froing within the relationship and discards, etc., etc. But if they have a common goal, remember narcissists are agendized; they have always have an agenda and if two narcissists meet at a certain time in life and they have a joint agenda and it's usually ego-based and materialistic if they can both help each other with that and you know this can often happen with famous people or people looking for status people looking to social climb all those things that are ego-based and narcissistic can bond two narcissists together while they're still gaining from each other, while it's still beneficial. Now, they can be living secret lives as well and even openly be living different lives, but still stay together. So that would be that would be the first instant. And it's not a, a relationship that you would envy. On the outside, it can look even perfect on the outside, but those close to the two narcissists will know how conflict-driven the relationship is. As you can imagine, one narcissist trying to feel in control of the situation and the other narcissist doing the exact same. So one is always trying to get on top of the other. So the only time that they actually do go together is, and it's often against another person, it's often to take another person down. So if you ever get triangulated between two narcissists they both want to feed on you and that brings them conjointly together with a common aim to destroy another person or to rob another person or to rob a company or to to do whatever is going to benefit both of them but that only lasts a certain length of time until the thing implodes and eventually eventually one will leave the other because they think that they there's something better on the other side or or their joint venture has gone belly up and there's nothing to be gained by staying together. So it's a very clinical, very cold, very destructive type of long term dynamic. Don't ever envy your narcissist going into a relationship with another narcissist behind closed doors. The fires of hell are burning. So that's one. The second type of relationship that you'll find that the narcissist perplexes you by staying in relatively long term would be where they marry and they're where they marry, say in a religious setting or they're they're in a community where it's beneficial for them to stay married, that that being married is part of the mask. Also, also, though, so that the other party, the supply person or the supply um, in the relationship doesn't leave them. It's, it's often in a situation where it's difficult for that person to leave or they don't want to leave because of the children or it goes against their beliefs that they believe in staying married, 
that they don't know about narcissism and they believe that this is part of marriage and it's just a very deeply held belief that they have to stay and the other narcissist knows conjointly that this is the societal expectation that they work on their marriage and this is often a religious bonding this is often um, a religious tie that will keep the narcissist and their supply in the relationship now it can often be where the narcissist is highly religious or has a high standing in a community or is even a priest not a priest sorry they don't get married a rector or a pastor um yeah so there are the situations the second type of situation where people may not um break up with a narcissist the third type of dynamic you'll find with a narcissist and guys i know that i've coached some of you with this type of dynamic with this long-term dynamic and there is an interview on the channel with uh, two people who remained in long-term relationships with narcissists if you want to check them out they'll tell you what the relationships were like from all reports i've received it is like being in a living hell you get treated like a servant and basically the narcissist is staying with you because you meet their every need in the areas of servitude that's the best way i can describe it that they can have a bad day at work and come home and bash you and take it out on you that they you will wash their clothes and you may even have a job and make money and bring it into the house they'll definitely stay in a long-term relationship if you don't go against them if you serve the all of their needs and you serve none of your own and I mean none of your own. And people that have lived this experience are so very, very happy to get out of it and find joy in their own life and actually find that they do have a life and learn again how to make decisions and go back into themselves and be themselves. Whereas they've been living in the shadow and for another person like a slave, for want of a better word, like a prisoner under the tutelage of a pretty nasty person. You would say, why would people actually do that? Why would they stay and serve this person? And then why would the narcissist stay with a person who's very servile? Would they not get bored, etc., etc.? Well, the narcissist would stay with that type of a person or that a person that met those type of needs if they wanted their base looked after. They didn't want to pay someone to do that. They had sex on tap. They had uh, someone cleaning their clothes, having their children and looking after their house while they go out and had a life elsewhere. So that is kind of like a security blanket for the narcissist that they totally take for granted, that they have totally under control, which enables them to live their life elsewhere. So you're basically not having a life. You're basically facilitating a monster going out and having their needs, the other extra curricular activity needs met elsewhere while you're kept at home, not living your life. So why do people then stay in that type of a servitude relationship um, in the long term? Grooming is a big part of it, but often people will say, I didn't want to leave 
for the children. I wanted to leave at a certain stage. I was afraid to leave for the children. He kept me financially um, or she kept me financially desperate so that I couldn't see any way out. And I was too afraid of what would happen. I was afraid that I would be physically abused. I had no support structure. There's a lot of qualifying reasons why people would stay long term in those relationships. Finally, people get the knowledge or finally the children grow up or finally they get some type of inheritance or support from somewhere or finally they go on YouTube and find out exactly what they've been living through and who they've been living with and the fact that it is no life and they may as well not have a life as live with one of these types um, and they want something more for themselves and they put up boundaries and they make their escape exits. So their escape plans rather. So in my estimation, those are the reasons that you will see narcissists in long term intimate relationships. They're either with another narcissist with a common agenda. They're either doing it for mask purposes, that it means something for them to be married in society. And it also means something for their supply to remain married. And the third scenario is when the supply seems feels trapped for various reasons, financial, children, fear of the narcissist, etc. So they're the reasons that people stay in long term intimate relationships with the narcissist. And you can see the pretty dire reasons. They are pretty dire reasons because life is for living. Each person has the right to a life. We're born equally. We may have talents in different areas. We may be born into a, a rich setting where we don't have to try very hard or poor or whatever. But every individual human being has the right to a life in their own agency with their own direction and to get their needs fulfilled and to fulfill others as a human being. So relationships with narcissists are not relationships. They're transactional, sometimes slavery situations where a person either is trapped or feels trapped and can't get out, can't live a free life. So the narcissist will imprison you in your mind. For all intents and purposes, you seem to be free, but they will have your mind so brainwashed and messed up and then bring other things to bear on the situation, like practicalities. And the fear within you and the trapped feeling you have, your mind is actually in prison because of the way they approach the situation, because of the grooming they do on you, and because of them overemphasizing the disaster of ending the relationship with them. So I hope, guys, that's given you reason or that's given you some understanding of the fact that it wasn't that you weren't good enough to, to be with the narcissist long term. In fact, if a narcissist doesn't choose you long term to be with them in a relationship, it means you're damn healthy. That's exactly what it means. It means you have the potential to be a very healthy person and go on to have a very joyful, loving, amazing relationship, exciting relationship. Sometimes when we say, you know, you can have a healthy relationship or a normal relationship, those words don't bring up connotations 
of the absolute laughter and joy you can feel with someone who is passionate, who is warm, who is loving. They're the most exciting relationships. They're the most durable. They're the most stable. They're the most wonderful, full of magic. What the narcissist shows you is only fake, fake film type of magic, which isn't real. It's like a drug. It's, it's like you're either really happy or say you take a drug to make you feel really happy. The narcissist is like a drug to make you feel really happy. The after effects can be disastrous. The withdrawal from the drug can be disastrous and the drug can actually end up killing you. So real happiness and contentment. Everybody is entitled to seek that out in their lives. And you will never find this with a narcissist. And the narcissist, looking at the narcissist in a long-term relationship, may seem all roses and, you know, look amazing and they're driving around in fancy cars. This doesn't often happen. But if your narcissist does happen to go off to what appears to be an egotistically, materialistically better situation, I am telling you, behind closed doors, it ain't fun. Guys, I hope that's helped and I will see you again very soon. Please look after yourselves and please don't stay with narcissists and please don't pine after them. Life is too short to waste on people who don't exist. Thanks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.